Hey friend, long time no see. It's been a few weeks since the last time I recorded and so today I decided to record a life update to just catch you up on what's been going on in my world and to let you know the steps that I'm taking to be completely free in my sobriety journey in 2023. So if that is something that interests you and you need some encouragement and some wisdom on maybe what you need to do next in your sobriety journey, grab a pen and get ready to take some notes and I'll catch you in the episode. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on this life update episode. Um, If you're listening to this, you might actually care about my life and I appreciate that. (laughs) So thanks for listening and I, again, I really hope that this episode motivates you and just gives you some ideas, again, on some steps that you can take in your sobriety journey. So let's just dive in. So The last time I spoke with you, I was living in our home in Dallas, and then uh, basically we were supposed to close on our house like on one date, and then you know it keep it kept getting pushed back, and so we ended up having to move out of our house into our mother or my mother in law's house, um, and we had to stay there for like you know like ten days. Um, which was great. It was it was a really great time, and um, my mother-in-law has a really peaceful home. She is a lovely Christian woman, and so it was a great time. No complaints there. It was, you know, the best situation we could ask for in the, you know, in the scenario we were in where we had you know, to get out of our house and we weren't able to move into our new house. It was great that we were able to stay with um, a family member and just, you know, have space. She has a brand new home and she had plenty of room for us. And yeah, so it was great. But yeah, so now we are officially in our new home um, and it is beautiful. It's um, a little further out from Dallas, probably about 20 miles Um, but yeah, so we are here in our new home and just still getting settled, settled in. Um, they just finished painting all the walls because we had the house repainted because yeah, the paint options we had for building the home weren't great. Um, so we, so yeah, anyways, 
I, I, I will spare you all those glorious details, but um, yes, we are getting settled in and I'm finally in a place where I'm able to record a podcast. So yay. Um, to the second update, I may have updated y'all on this um, the past episode, but I hired a wellness coach and he's actually been sober for 20 plus years. He's um, in his 40s and he's awesome. I am, man, I cannot tell you, like we're on like week four and I feel like the best I've ever felt. I'm losing weight. I'm feeling like way less stressed. I'm feeling so much more calm. And one of the main things, excuse me, with his program is like all the movement incorporates like breath work. So you're just like breathing deeply as you, you know, do these exercises. And they're not like all the exercises are basically all the movements are are meant to be good for your mental health and basically help you de-stress and just, you know, breathe and relax. And, and I really love, um, his design. He's been a trainer for like 23 years. So, um, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but I was, um, a trainer from 2014 until 2021 when I had my son. So I have been a coach for a long time. And whenever I was, doing like a discovery call with him to see if we would be a good match. Um, you know, all his credentials were there. I could tell he really cared about me and about, you know, like what I was going through. And, um, I'm just really grateful that I did. I'm in the program because it's just been super supportive for me. Um, so that's like, I guess, you know, the second update is just that I hired a wellness coach and it's going really well. Like I feel really good. You know, um, I think sometimes like in our sobriety journey, we're so focused on like, don't do this, don't do that, (laughs) you know, don't drink or don't smoke or whatever. Um, but we forget and, or even like in your fitness journey, it's like, Oh, don't eat that cookie. But it's really about like, adding in things. So adding in this wellness coach, even though I've been a coach for, you know, I, 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 I'm bad at math, but, um, for five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just for a while I've been, I had been a fitness coach for a long time, but sometimes you still need like accountability from someone else and just someone else's like wisdom to speak into you. And, um, you can always learn more. There's always more to learn. Um, and so it's been a really great experience. And one of his mottos that I really have adopted and I've heard before, but you know, some things when you hear them, you're not ready to really hear and understand them until you, until you are right. (laughs) Like until you're ready to understand something, um, it doesn't really make sense to you, but yeah. So he, he always talks about good, better, best, So as far as like exercise, you know, like maybe optimally I'd be able to like go to the gym, you know, have like my headphones, have my water bottle, like be able to do things perfectly, like have this set of time, you know, but that would be best, but not every situation is going to be like the best. And so sometimes, you know, just being able to move around at home is like good enough, um, you know, sometimes you're not able to eat a salad, but maybe 
just having a sandwich, like that's good enough. And so I guess like not getting so fixated on perfection has really like helped me in my, my health and wellness journey. So, because I had been in, I guess the space with fitness where it's like, you know, like you have to eat this way and you have to do the exercises this way. Otherwise, like you're not going to get any results. (laughs) Um, And then, so if you're not able to do it perfect, then you don't do it at all, which means you're not like consistent. And we know that consistency is key. So you just got to think like good, better, best. And I've even thought about that as far as like my sobriety journey, which will bring me to my next point. So what I'm seeing is that it was good that I quit um, drinking alcohol. Like that was really good. Or maybe let me take it another step further. So, for example, like say someone was addicted to heroin and they quit heroin. That would be good. And But say they're still like addicted to alcohol um, and they quit. And so then they let – me, <laughs> let me start over. So it would be good for them to quit heroin. It would be better for them to, you know, quit alcohol And then, you know, say they still had like another addiction, um, like, you know, smoking cigarettes or smoking weed. And so like them quitting that, that would be best. So, you know, it's kind of like levels to it. Like God brings us from like glory to glory, like one level of, you know, goodness to the next level of goodness. And that's what I'm seeing in my own life is like, it's great that I'm free from alcohol but I still um, have been struggling with weed and that's been a struggle for many years and it's not something I do all the time or every day or like a lot at all, but it's still something that I will turn to when I'm feeling very overwhelmed and like I want to like escape reality. Um, and it's it's I've just realized that this pattern for me is like... <sighs> It it happens, like, probably, like, once a month. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I I realize, you know, that God's best for me is to be completely free, right? And I've been trying to go at this alone, I guess, and trying to, you know, find what, like, I, I, I guess I haven't been going at it alone. I did hire a therapist in 2022 in the beginning in January to help me, um, be completely free from weed. But you know, what I realize is that that isn't enough because she's really helping me get down to like the root cause of like addiction. But, um, you know, other support like AA or like a sober sobriety coach, they're able to help you like actually like live it out. But she's, my therapist has helped me get down to the, the root and figuring out like why I do what I do, you know? So that's great. You know, (laughs) that's good. That's, that's better than, you know, no help at all. Right. Like that there, this journey, like this past year, I've learned so much about myself. Like I've grown so much. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, But yeah, so my third point is that I hired a Christian sobriety life coach. And um, 
like I mentioned before, I had already invested in a wellness coach. So she had like a lower end offer where it was kind of like a, it was called power coaching. So I would like submit a question every week through email and then she, she would respond through like a video. Um, and it was just something that I could afford at that time. But I was like, well, you know, I really, I really should get some support because, you know, I've been trying to do this and I keep like falling back into the temptation and, even though I do really, really great. Like, I feel like I do so good sometimes, like where I'm like, I'm not like I resist the temptation, but, um, but yeah, so I decided to, decided to hire her and, you know, I, one of my first questions to her, like, was like, okay, what do I do when I'm feeling like triggered? Um, and, you know, I explained to her that I've been sober from alcohol for three years. Um, but you know, yeah, like about once a month, like I'll fall into the temptation. Um, I'll give in to the temptation of smoking weed. Um, and so, yeah, she something that she said to me really stuck with me. And basically it was that I had basically replaced alcohol with weed. And for whatever reason, that had never really dawned on me um, that I had traded like one addiction for another because the way – alcohol was with me, which it may be or may have been with you, was that it wasn't every day that I would binge drink, but, um, you know, maybe every two weeks or every, well, like once a month, um, or, you know, like as I was getting further along and maybe it was like every three months. Um, but either way, um, yeah, that was happening. So, her saying that just really stood out to me. And then, you know, her mentioning again, getting to the root, um, and then also just encouraging me to have more accountability. And so I guess that's another point is that, yeah, she, you know, recommended me getting more accountability since, you know, the offer that I had subscribed to with her was not like something where I have like accountability with her. It's just something where I reach out to her every week and ask a question and she responds. Um, And yeah, so I actually reached out to a friend and I asked her to, you know, be my accountability partner. I told her that I was like still struggling with that. And she actually didn't even realize that I was still struggling. And, you know, like she was just talking to me about how much, you know, shame like can hold us back and like how, you know, I probably felt ashamed that I was still struggling with that and that she like, you know, was a hundred percent down to support me and like help hold me accountable and like, you know, just basically reach out to her anytime. And, and I have, cause this past weekend I felt triggered and I am committed to not, you know, but, um, I did feel triggered. And so I reached out to her just to let her know. And, you know, and then she, a few days, like a couple days later, she, you know, followed up with me and said, you know, asked me directly, like if I had, ended up smoking and, you know, I told her no. And anyways, just that accountability was like super helpful. So if that's, I guess, something you could take from this episode is like, if you need some extra accountability, like find a friend or find some, like a mentor um, or even a coach or someone, you know, that you trust and who doesn't probably like ideally isn't struggling with the same thing you are because, I don't think that, I think that sometimes, um, sometimes it's easy to enable another person. (laughs) Like if they're struggling 
um, it, it, I don't think it works out as well. So definitely someone who's not struggling with addiction or, um, you know, yeah, struggling on the same level as you, um, I would find someone who, you know, is sober or has been sober or doesn't struggle like that. Um, that way they can, you know, have a sober mind about it and actually be able to help you and hold you accountable and just be prayerful, like ask God who you should ask to hold you accountable. Um, and then ask for that accountability. So that's something that I've done is just ask that friend. I've hired that coach. Um, and, and yeah. And so after, you know, the past couple of weeks doing her like power coaching offer, I, um, asked her about working with her on a higher level and we worked out a plan where I'm going to have like a monthly call with her and then a, like weekly check-ins um, where we just kind of chat back and forth through like an app, like one day a week. Um, so that's like what I'm doing right now. She also has like a course um, and I'm hoping to get her on the podcast and I have a few people that I want to interview on the podcast. I want to interview my wellness coach. Um, I want to interview the this, this, um, sober life, Christian sober life coach. I want to interview someone else who I've met through the podcasting uh, program that I was in, um, who's also, who's a therapist who specializes in addiction. And so, yeah, I, I'm excited for those possibilities to interview and, um, just bring some education to you guys. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know, like some of those steps that I'm taking just because, if you've been fighting this on your on your own or trying to do this on your own, if you know AA isn't for you, um, if you know different things you've tried isn't working, I just like want to give you some ideas on things you could do. Like, um, like for example, me hiring that that Christian sober life coach, um, asking my friend to hold me accountable, like to have someone I can reach out to, like when I'm thinking about it. Like not when I'm like ready to reach out for it, but like when I'm just, when I'm starting to think about it in my mind, like reaching out to my friend then <laughs> before that like thought just kind of like spirals out and I like, you know, convince myself or the addiction like convinces me um, to give in or like I try to justify it somehow. Like I reach out to my friend before I get to that point, just as soon as I'm thinking about it because that's just something I know and I've I've realized over my sobriety journey that that's like if I could reach out <laughs> like as soon as the thought hits my mind like I'm so much less likely to to end up going through with it um and that's just me but anyways I just wanted to share this with you guys because yeah you know I've been again sober from alcohol since January 1st 2020 but I've like literally I've been trying to quit smoking weed um, since since 2020 as well. And even before then, <laughs> honestly, I mean, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've been just trying to stop for a long time and um, I'm just excited to have like this extra support and these, these new things that are, um, going to help me, you know, break completely free and be free. And yeah, you know, I just, again, I've been thinking, I was looking around my house and I was thinking about, you know, 
the parallels with like like what sobriety's like because it's not just about like not doing something, right? It's not just about not drinking. It's not just about not smoking. It's about like the recovery process, you know, like sobriety like gets you in the door. <laughs> like like leaving the alcohol and the weed at the door, you walk into the house and that is that starts the recovery process because then you look in your house and you realize everything is on fire. It's a mess. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I've just been avoiding all these, all these fires and all this chaos going on in my house. And like, I've been avoiding this specific room and just piling stuff in there and hiding it away and hoping that no one goes in that room and hoping that I never have to deal with that mess. Um, but yeah, recovery is like going room by room and getting it back in order and and then, you know, like thriving and thriving in like what God's called you to do, like thriving in what God wants you to do, like thriving in life, thriving in your relationships, like just getting really healthy, you know, um, being able to deal with your emotions in a healthy way, in a constructive way, um, becoming healthy, like physically, emotionally, spiritually, all these different things. There's so many, you know, like things on the other side of just like not <laughs> smoking or drinking. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that I've realized that one of the things like with, for me is, and the root is like me avoiding certain things in my life and not wanting to face, you know, reality and not wanting to face like that. There's some real dysfunction going on in my life. And I really need to like, work on it and not just escape from it because it's never going to get better if I don't face it. Um, and we're not alone. Like it's not all like doom and gloom. Like we can have peace and we can have joy because we have God and like God isn't just like not here for us. He literally can hear our prayers. Like I promise you <laughs> he can hear our prayers. And if we are aware enough we're gonna see him moving in our life um so anyways i just hope that encourages you and then the last thing i wanted to update you on is that i found a church nearby i went to this church this past sunday today's monday and um and i really enjoyed it so i'm really hoping that this will be my church home um yeah so i wanted to share that with you guys because i know that you know those holy habit that series that i did on holy habits one of those was about getting plugged into a church and so i'm excited of um, this perspective this potential church that i have um it seems really promising so i'm just going to keep going and then hopefully get plugged in and it's a small church and it seems like they could use some help so that's kind of motivating to me because it allows me to because I see that there's a need and I know that I could help fill that need and help, you know, help that church like grow and and thrive and help the members, you know, like grow in their faith and and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited and I think that's all I have to say today. <laughs> but again, I hope this episode inspired you to take the next step in your sobriety journey and um yeah, I 
we'll be leaving again out of town for Christmas. Um, so I'm not sure when I'm going to record my next episode. I'm going to try to get one recorded, but again, I'm going to be out of town for Christmas. So, um, I might not be back on here until the new year, but when I'm back, I am, I'm here for it. (laughs) I have some plans for the podcast and I'm excited. So anyways, um, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a blessed Christmas season, new year. I hope you um, get a chance to just pray and think about what you want out of the new year. And I hope you're feeling as excited and hopeful for 2023 as I am. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.